Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Story Minis. I'm your host, Smitha Murthy, and today I have with me someone very special. All guests are special, right? But I have with me today Hansika Tyagi, who is a 17-year-old college student who lives with spinal muscular atrophy. But you know what? She isn't allowing that to define who she is. And who is she? She's a writer, a dreamer, and also someone who through the course of these 15 minutes taught me a lot about hope. This one's special, I tell you. She really is. Join me to know more. So, hello Hansika, I'm delighted to have you here with us and uh, I don't think I've really had such a young person to interact with in a long time actually. So, uh, uh I'm absolutely happy that you are here and that you're here to share your story with me. So, uh, I'm sure that all of us are locked to know and uh, I'll just give a brief introduction as to who Hansika is and uh, so uh, as to why this is something special for me and special for you as well. So uh, but more than that I think probably Hansika is a is a freelance writer, a science student, but more than that I think it's better that you tell us who you are, right? Yeah, right. Hansika? Yes. I am a 17 year old girl. a mm-hmm. student science student a freelance content yeah. writer and mm-hmm. a fighter i would say mhm a fighter yeah fighter wow why why would you say that i like that i i used to call myself a warrior and uh, at some point of time just to kind of feel like i can really take on some things it's been a while since i called myself that but i like it i like it when you describe yourself as a fighter so what are you fighting against ansika i'm fighting against a rare non curable genetic disorder spinal muscular mm-hmm. atrophy mhm this is a genetic disorder as i have said okay there are five mm-hmm. types of this disease the one mm-hmm. which i have is sma2 okay to be to describe this in in an easy language i would say my genes don't have motor neurons that transmit the signal from the brain to the spinal cord and as a result of that i can't walk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in this disease over the time the physical strength of a person decreases and something similar has happened with me i used mm-hmm. to sit before 2020 but in june 2020 i guess i have become bedridden mm-hmm. and completely bedridden and while i'm saying this i'm still on bed just okay. on bed i'm just lying on my bed so yeah mm-hmm. this is how life goes i'm grateful that you choose to share that with us uh, hansika and uh, one of my greatest joys in life is running you know and uh, uh, this is not in any way a parallel to your story but uh, i remember i had a knee surgery uh, when i turned th- 30 and uh, the doctor at that time uh, told me after the knee surgery this was after i had uh, an accident and he told me I think you should never climb steps again. You shouldn't sit cross-legged and uh, you also should just uh, forget about running. Okay? And I remember that it was just a few days later that uh, I turned 30 and I thought to myself that I can't do that. I cannot follow those instructions and uh, something in me I think kind of fell into place and uh, I realized that that until then I had taken something for granted which was running but 
it was after that particular knee surgery that I kind of felt like, you know what, forget about not climbing steps. I'm going to climb mountains and I'm going to run marathons. So uh, that's that's just a, a little bit as to what movement means to me. And it's why I feel that you're incredibly brave in, in coming and sharing this story with us and uh, you also are a writer, right? I mean, you are you're doing some kind of freelance writing while you are studying. You tell me that you're studying uh, through YouTube videos. Yeah, yes. I study from YouTube. The teachers are amazing on YouTube. So, <laughs> you mean, <laughs> what, do, what do you study? I am a science student. So, yeah. Right. Math, I... maths, physics, chemistry. Wow. All the things that I flunked. I, I just cannot. I... I... I really hated those subjects in school. Uh, I think English was my the only um, subject that I really did well at. So uh, uh, languages were also not something that I was particularly good at. So why why science, Hansika? Science, actually, my parents told me to take science. It wasn't my decision. Mm. I was oh, I, wow. I was confused what to take. So actually, my mother teaches chemistry and my father is also uh-huh. a teacher of math. So mm-hmm. maybe because of that, they told me to take science and I took it. All right. right. Yeah. Right. No, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's totally okay. But uh, what would you have done if it was your decision? What would you have studied? I'm just curious. I would have taken commerce. Commerce. Wow. All right. Uh, also not my favorite subject, I must say. No, I think because uh, when I get into this freelance industry, there are a lot of things Related to commerce, so I would have taken commerce. If not science, then commerce. Hmm. You know, Hansika, when I was 17, I wasn't thinking of, of uh, an industry. I think I was just so totally lost. I was just kind of like, you know, just wanting to study and get back to my books in the evening. Why are you um, uh, actually doing this freelance writing on the side? When uh, a lot of people tell me the same, the same you have mm-hmm. said to me. Oh my god, I am so predictable. <laughs> yeah, they also say the same thing. So, uh-huh. when I was when I got bedridden, I was actually overthinking like what would I do in life? What would I do? Mm-hmm. What would be my career? My friends will go to college in Delhi, Bangalore. What would I do? So, when 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 I was overthinking, I went to Google and I typed mm-hmm. jobs for handicapped person. Mm-hmm. When I typed mm-hmm. handicapped person, I was I was like, why handicapped? Why this tag? I mean, mm-hmm. I am a human, you are a human. Then why this tag? So on that day, I decided that I will change the narrative. People are not handicapped. They are just different. Just different. No rocket science, just different. So when I searched it, I got to know many things like video editing, content writing, ghost writing, digital marketing. Then writing was something like when I used to be sad, overwhelmed, I used to just write. Just write my feelings, my emotions. So it worked like a therapy. So that's why writing. I can totally relate to that. That's the reason I write. And uh, um, I took to writing on LinkedIn in a slightly more personal way after after. I think after I got COVID last year and uh, uh, it's amazing the number of people who actually write into me saying that I so 
relate to that. And that's when I realized one thing, right, Hansika, that um, uh, as much as there are differences, there are also something that I think basically connects us together as human beings, and that is in, in what we feel, the emotions that we go through, the difficulties, the pain, the regrets, the suffering, and the joy and the happiness and the beauty of it all. So that is something that I have felt increasingly that uh, there is a wealth of connections that we can build. And I don't mean that in a business relationship kind of a sense, yeah. but in in what we are as human beings. And I love that you're saying that you like to change narrative around um, what we used to say as handicapped people. And that is definitely not what the narrative should be. And I hate to kind of like even... Uh, think of what it must have been for you and uh, but I'm so happy that you're actually uh, having uh, this uh, path as a freelance writer and that uh, do you have have you published anything online do you have a blog do you have a journal online I have recently started a personal blog but wow. my exams came so I wasn't consistent on it but mm-hmm. yeah soon I'll do that too I'll become and and what's What's your daily life, daily life right now? It, it just went same. I can't distinguish. You know, all yeah. day on bad it all seems similar. So you know, all all I do is I get up, then uh-huh. I'll I'll maybe maybe I'll study or maybe I'll write. What is in my mood? I do that. Uh-huh. Sometimes nothing, just just lying, thinking, just like that. And uh. What are, what are those moods? I'm, I'm interested to know about our moods, you know, and what moves us through the day. So Sometimes happy, yeah. sometimes sad. Mm-hmm. But most of mm-hmm. the time I try to convert the sad into happy. And how do you do that? Uh, by just talking to some friends or just listening to them or just writing or something like that. I just do that. Wow. I... I guess I probably do the same, except that I have um, a good, strong support network of friends and uh, good, strong, stable friendships that help me, especially on all the days which I'm currently uh, thinking of as pretty not in the happy category. And one thing that you wrote to me is uh, uh, in your email, when you wrote to me, you said something which moved me and you said something about not giving up hope. Now, I'm pretty much a cynic, Hansika, and uh, I am a cynic despite having a lot of good things going in my life. But uh, I've always looked at life with a pessimistic lens. And when a 17-year-old girl writes to me and says something about not giving up hope, I'm very curious to know what that means. How do we not give up on hope? I mean, what is hope to you? Hope to me. I think I am my hope. Mm-hmm. I am my hope. I have lost a lot of things in life. You know, mm-hmm. I was I wasn't given the ability to walk, but I was happy mm-hmm. with the ability to sit. But I have lost that too. So what's the point? What matters? At least I had that abil- ab- uh, ability to sit for 15 years. All those memories of 15 years, going out, mm-hmm. meeting people, mm-hmm. that's the hope. I am the hope. You just can't give up on life. You have a life. Many people don't have that. You know what I have probably? Many people won't have. Some don't have eyes. Some have hearing issues. Some have cancer. At least I don't have that. So how can I lose hope? So yeah. Uh, Those are... 
some amazing lessons for me i think i should have probably it's good that i'm recording this hansika then i listen to this again and again especially when i feel like i'm pretty much messed up so uh but one thing i want to ask you is i think that's fantastic that um you still find hope in your memories and uh uh what about hope in terms of dreams in terms of your looking forward to the present where does where does that come from i believe in one thing i believe living in the moment enjoy the moment yeah. seize the moment yeah. it won't come back again mm-hmm. yes uh, definitely it's not going to come back again right um, not this podcast not this moment not the story but um, yeah there's something in that definitely uh, i'm happy that i was able to give you a little bit of that hope back because that is part of the reason why i really wanted to do this was to listen to people i haven't done that for much of my life and um it kind of made me realize that uh, there's so many stories in all of us and uh, i'm happy that you were able to give this this particular space for you and uh whatever you just told me is also something that i think is slightly changing a little bit of my own perspective as well and uh, extremely uh, you know courage is a wrong word to use but i would probably say you're so resilient in in accepting life and still looking forward to the present moment i think there are lessons in that for all of us that's the key to life living in the present accepting yeah. the past and yeah yeah that's what keeps you going oh that is true that is true and where does 17 year old hansika want to go next ah uh, i would love to go on ted talk oh lovely that's a fantastic dream to have i would be terrified actually one day when i was sad me and my mama were sitting in room so she said let's watch a movie i said right i said okay so she was scrolling netflix so there mm-hmm. the sky spring popped up right so she said let's watch this i said i don't know the story what is it about i'm not sure let's watch something else but she said no we will watch this and you have to watch this with me so who can argue with mama you know no yes we can't argue with our moms so, yeah. <laughs> definitely not so she, yeah she played it and we were watching movie and that movie is the hope i was i lost it that movie was the turning point in my life aisha was the turning point what was the movie it is about aisha chaudhary who she had a genetic disorder i don't mm-hmm. remember the name uh it was something mm-hmm. like if if that person has that disease scid mm-hmm. they won't survive more than one year mm-hmm. and she had that disease so mm-hmm. it was diagnosed and they required something like 18 crore or 16 crore something a big amount for that Ah uh, yes I think I've seen a couple of uh, of these on um, some of the fundraising sites and I remember thinking I think it's some kind of a gene drug that uh you yeah I don't know maybe this is the wrong thing but yes I've heard of this treatment that costs 16 crores and I was thinking oh my god why would anybody price this so high i mean a life saving drug that costs 16 crores yeah, yeah. this 16 crore disease this drug is for my disease Mm-hmm. but what aisha has was completely different okay so okay her parents um, somehow managed to go to london for the treatment and mm-hmm. they they did they asked for the donations and luckily mm-hmm. they got that 
and somehow she survived you know but at the age of 15 she was you know there were some side effects of the disease uh-huh. so she had another disease pulmonary fibrosis uh-huh. and in that she was in within some years she was about to die and sadly she is no more in this world but somehow how she has survived is what inspires me i have her book too and that is something i whenever i am sad i just get that book read it again and that's the hope that's the hope of my life that's that is moving hansika and uh, something that i think i should learn from and uh, uh, i'm not a very hopeful person as i told you but uh, i think just talking to you has given me a little bit of spark on this monday so um, i i hope to carry some of that hope with me and uh, i i hope that you will be able to have that ted talk that you're talking about right so i think that's an amazing dream to look forward to and uh, hey we're all going to root for you for that right so uh, um i think that's hey why haven't i ever had a dream like that i i think i also going to say that to the universe hansika i want to do a ted talk at some point of time this itself is like a pretty big thing for me because as i keep saying i'm not very comfortable with just talking to random uh people but i realize that there's a certain warmth and a certain joy that comes through when we really want to know people and get to know the stories that connect us and in your story i think there is one thread that an i that i can identify and that is that there is a thread of hope there is a thread of of loving life and uh, somehow i think that is the message i want to give that uh, we all have these there's so many different difficulties in life right now and almost so many of the people i know are struggling i am and to actually look forward to something makes us feel a little bit better and that is what i think hope is it's it's just this little light that just shines out there and a little spark in your heart that just tells you to look forward to tomorrow so i've enjoyed this conversation with you hansika so i hope that we'll be able to do a longer conversation with you at some other point of time as well and thanks for your patience and thanks for all these insights thank you for having me i would say i'm so grateful for you nah i should say that i am so grateful to you hansika and in fact all of us who listen to this are grateful to you as well so i hope that you'll have an amazing life ahead of you yeah right That was a pretty nervous session for me. Yeah, you may not believe it, but I was pretty anxious about talking to Hansika. And uh, it was uh, a difficult conversation for me because I was so in awe at this person's resilience and hope. And that is what I came back uh, with as a key takeaway or as a key message from that. Uh, sometimes I tend to get too much in my own head. And Hansika taught me that... Uh, uh there is so much of a beauty and joy in dreams that you can look forward to in life and uh, uh it helps to kind of get a little out of our head out of the narrow space in our minds and to just embrace this this enveloping beauty that we have and uh, i wasn't too sure if i did a good job with this but uh, i really look forward to listening to uh, more stories talking to more of you so if you would like to talk to me please feel free to write into me at podcast at mindstories.com that is podcast at mindstories.com and until we meet again i hope that you take very good care of yourself good care of your body your mind your soul and that you're kind and compassionate to yourself and others 
So join me next time. And until then, be well. <laughs>